Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Give the Lord a better clap offering. Hallelujah. Well, how many are glad to hear such a good report from Uganda, Kampala? Um, I, I really thank the Lord that, you know, he's working in all these African countries. Our project A52 to have a church in every African country is coming to pass. And I want to say that it is special people like Mr. Ofori who open their houses and their homes and say, come in. And, you know, he provided a place. Pastor Chris stays with him as a family member. Provided a home. Come in. Because if, if I send you right now to Mozambique, do you know somebody there? Uh-huh. So where will you stay? And so on. It becomes very difficult. But it's, God always raises up somebody special. And I just want to take this opportunity to say thank you very much to Mr. Corey. God bless you. And I think I'm going to give you one of these as a gift. To say thank you very much. God bless you. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. I see you becoming the next Mr. Furi in Wagadugu. <laughs> Hallelujah. The man is a bank executive director, but he has had time for God and for the church. That is what we talk about when we say lay people in ministry. Put your hands together again for the Lord. Well, I believe that we come to the time for the word of the Lord. This is Easter, and Easter is a special, a very important Sunday where people come to church to hear the word of the Lord. And today, I believe that God is going to speak to you. Now, in case you are in church, you can't speak English well. In, in other words, you come from the neighboring countries, um, or you speak only French, you can understand French better. We have simultaneous translation as the service is going on. So ups, upstairs, you can see some people wearing headphones. You can go sit there, you wear your headphone, and as the preaching is going on, it will be translated to French, and you'll be saying hallelujah, just like we say it in English. Put your hands together for the mega church. I want us to stand together to our feet as we receive the bishop to minister to us this morning. All across the land, a fragrant breeze, fragrant breeze from heaven. It's blowing once again, blowing once again. Yes, Lord. Don't know where it comes from, and don't know where it goes, but let it move over me. Oh, yeah, and oh, oh, oh. Everybody sing, come and blow, come and blow on me. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this morning. Thank you for all that you have done. 
for us. We give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. Thank you for dying on the cross and rising up again on the third day. It wasn't easy, Lord, but it was worth it. So thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Are you glad to have another Easter yes. Sunday? Amen. Well, Easter Sunday um, is um, a special Sunday for us also. Uh, first of all, because the Lord rose from the dead on that day. Are you listening to me? Can somebody turn off the fan, please? I think when I come, just turn it off, okay, so that I don't have to say it. Hallelujah. Now, um, Easter Sunday is a special Sunday because the Lord Jesus rose triumphantly from the dead. And uh, we celebrate together his goodness and uh, his power and victory over the forces of darkness. Amen. And it's also a special Sunday for us because we moved into this building seven years ago 11th of April, Easter Sunday, 1993. Amen. So, it's a good place to clap. I mean, um, now, also Easter Sunday, two years ago, we possessed our car park, and uh, you know what happened after that. So, but we thank the Lord. Uh, he has given us victory, strength, growth, and branches since we came, when we came here we didn't have any branch but the lord you are we are standing here listening to reports from far away uganda amen, amen. And that is wonderful some people think when we say we have branches here and branches here that we are just saying something you know it's like you are just mentioning names or dropping names but uh, it's a real thing that is going on out there amen, amen. today um the title of my very short message is, It Wasn't Easy, But It Was Worth It. It wasn't easy, but it was worth it. Now, it isn't easy to serve the Lord, but it's worth it. Amen. It isn't easy, but it's worth it. Hallelujah. And um, I would like us to turn to the book of Luke. And I want to share very briefly what I can in the few minutes I have left because we have to do our annual global harvest fundraising I'm raising 990 million CDs from you you and especially you <laughs> all right verse 20 chapter 24 verse number one and upon the first day of the week very early in the morning they came unto the sepulcher bringing the spices Luke chapter 24, verse number 1. Bringing in the spices which they had prepared and certain others with them. And they found a stone rolled away from the sepulcher or the grave. And they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass as they were much perplexed thereabout. Behold, two men stood by them in shiny garments. Amen. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third they rise again. And they remembered his words. Amen. 
Well, um, what I want to what I want to uh, share with you is that it's it is not easy, first of all, to obey God, but it's worth it. Amen. Amen. And I believe that when Jesus uh, rose from the dead on the third day, um, he he must have said these very words to himself that man it wasn't easy but it was worth it hallelujah and he must have said that that was a real difficult thing to do but i believe we are all saying today that thank you jesus that you went to the cross for us you died you gave up your life for us and so I want to say to you today, if there is anything that the Lord is leading you to do, or God is uh, speaking to you, directing you, and so on, um, I want to suggest to you, advise you to obey the Lord. It may not be easy, but you will find out with time that it's worth it. I said it's worth it. Amen. Amen. When Christ rose from the dead, man... And uh, he, he, he ascended and sat on the right hand of the Father. You know, the Bible says in Revelation chapter 5 that worthy is the Lamb to receive power and glory and honor and riches and strength because he was slain. He, he went through what he had to go through. And ladies and gentlemen, it is always worth it when you obey the Lord. Amen. It's not easy to be a pastor. It's not easy to be in the position that I am I would find it much easier to live a quiet life a private life without knowing anybody that I may not intend to know and just carry on in my own private life amen how many are enjoying your private lives <laughs> there's 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 hardly any place I can go now without me being known Anywhere I go anywhere and I and it's it's not easy even to drive through town you see people pointing I think I have to get dark windows in my for my car so that you can't really see me it's not easy but it's worth it it's worth it it's worth it for those who receive the ministry and those who are saved and those whose lives are changed it's worth it are you glad that jesus died for you are you glad that somebody is obeying the lord so that you can be blessed in your life you see so as the lord is telling you that hey man it's not easy to serve me but it's worth it always remember that it's worth it it's worth obeying it's worth serving the lord it's worth serving the lord this morning as i was thinking of you know um how many of our young people are giving their lives up you know to be missionaries tears came to my eyes i I had a message from one of our uh, young pastors in in the university and he said he said he does not want to leave the north of ghana he wants to stay in the north he said send me to wa send me to any of those places in the north i want to be there and to give my life and and we have many people i was talking to a young lady from the university yesterday and i was asking her what is she going to do when she gets married because her, hus- her husband or beloved you know is going to be 
He's one of our elders in the, in the campus church and he's going to be a missionary. You know, and the, the people in our, our churches, they, they want to now go somewhere and give up their lives for the Lord. And I, I, as I looked at these young people, and I looked at this young lady, she said, oh, I'm ready to support him. Anywhere that he's going to go, I'm going to support him, I'm going to go. That is a new spirit. You see, it didn't used to be like that. If you were to send people, they would say, man, why should I go? Why don't you go? <laughs> but that is a new spirit. It's a, it's a missionary spirit. But I want, you, I want you to know that it's worth it. When you obey the Lord, it's, you find with time, you know, you stand and you say, man, it was worth it. The founder of, church, of the Church of Pentecost, you know, Reverend Saki was telling me one time the Church of Pentecost had a crusade and the founder of the church, uh, uh, there's a white man, James McEwen, uh, he was at the crusade, and, and the, I mean, uh, the program, and he watched the thousands and thousands. Church of Pentecost is a very large church. Thousands and thousands of people dancing and singing and clapping. And this man came to Ghana, and he spent his life here. And he, he died serving the Lord. And as he looked at the people, I think he wept and he fell down on the floor. And I, I am sure that all that was going through his mind, that it, it wasn't easy, but it's worth it. When I see the people and I see what God has done and how his work is going on, man, it wasn't easy, but it's worth, it's worth it. It's worth it. You know, thank God for, I tell you, people's lives will be changed when we obey him, when we live for him. You know, one day when you get to heaven, if, you know, I pray for you that you, you, you pray to God that he will allow you to be a full-time minister one day in your life because man everything you are working for now has an expiry date on it you work for it and it becomes useless your clothes you leave behind your home you leave behind your shoes you leave behind your cars you leave behind everything stays behind but the works that you do for jesus the bible says that i heard a voice from heaven crying out and saying from henceforth blessed are the dead which die in their lord for their works, for they shall rest from their labors, and their works, their works do follow them. Amen. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know that if even your certificate cannot follow you from Ghana to America, you know, your certificate cannot go. It gets, becomes valueless. Many certificates we have are only valuable here. Sometimes they are not even valuable here. And if even certificates cannot, cannot cross just the Atlantic Ocean, how much more from earth to heaven? Which certificate are you going to take? Your degrees cannot help. Your papers cannot help. Nothing. But thank God, one day, you know, I believe one day I'll stand before the Lord and I'll look back and say, man, it wasn't easy. But it was worth it. Man, it was worth it. It was worth it. And I want you to be able to say, I obeyed God. It wasn't easy for me, but it was worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. I always think, you see, about the lives that are affected when we, when we give our lives for the service of the Lord. It's not easy for us to be a missionary church. We, we once sent out a missionary, and he was, he was attacked. He was, he was beaten by some people. And, uh, and, and, and as they go out as missionaries, what, what, what could happen? Supposing they sit on a plane and something happens to the plane. It's, it's not easy, but it's worth it. And thank God for the young men and women in our church who are now offering themselves. And the spirit of the missionary church 
is coming back into the ministry. People giving their lives, not for gain, not for money, but because they want to obey the Lord. You know, if some people had not come to be missionaries to us many years ago, do you know that you and I may be something else altogether today? We may not be celebrating Easter at all. We'll be celebrating something else. I don't want to say it. But it's because some people came along and they died for, for the gospel to come. How many know that the gospel coming to Ghana, it cost blood, it cost human lives. Did you know that? If you go to a cropong, you will see the graves of people, the tombstones of people who died bringing the gospel to Ghana. Sakina, come. She's in Ekropong, so she can tell us. That is where the foundation of the uh, 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 church is. How many great uh, tombstones do you, do you have there? Sixteen. Sixteen tombstones. tombstones. And what, what does it say? What, what, what is written on there? Um, it, it states the time they came and then the, the day they came and the day they died. It tells that the date they arrived in Ghana and then the date they died. What are some of the, uh, the, the dates like? Uh, some came for two months. They, they arrived and then two months? They died. Some came for three months, others a, a year, two. None of them lived for about four years except Zimmerman and Reese and another man who lived for about some time, yeah. About four, five, four. six years. Yeah. Everybody died two months, three, three months, months, a year, a year six months. And all their graves are there. That is the price of Christianity, the cost of the gospel coming to us here. The graves of the people, the blood was shed for the gospel to come. It wasn't easy, but I think you and I will say that, man, it's worth it that today we are believers. There are Christians, Christianity. We could have easily been. Pastor Eddie always says he would have been a juju man if, if it wasn't for Christ. Thank you. Give, give a clap offering to Sakina from Ekropon. Because you see, you people must realize that we are a charismatic church, but our roots come from the Presbyterians and the Catholics and the Methodists and all these churches that came. People came and lived here and they died for the gospel. They did their best. Some didn't even, they may not even have known much how to preach just for two months, but for some to come and they will send a message back and say, uh, the first people are dead. Come. Man. Suppose I send a missionary to Kampala and then Mr. Oporis tells me that uh, Chris is dead, so can you send somebody else? Who, who is going to go? Whose father will allow the next person to go? God forbid that it should happen, but who is going to go? And then after I tell you that I've sent 12 pastors to Kampala and all are dead, who is going to be number 13? Can you imagine how? Ladies and gentlemen, it was not easy, but I want you to know that it was worth it for the gospel to come to you and to me. And so I want you to know today that whatever is hard that God is asking us to do, let us do it. If God is telling us to build his church, it's not easy to build. Look, it's very difficult to build. It's easier to spend money on normal living, your life, than to spend money to build, to invest in evangelism. If you look outside there, you will see our 
new track which we are outdooring today. A very long and big articulator track there. You see the first one we had, the small one, and you see the new one there. You cannot imagine the price. One of the tires alone is more than a million CDs. So if you add all the 20 tires before even the body of the, the, the track or the engine, are you listening to me today? It, it's not easy, but I believe for somebody somewhere out there, they'll be able to say, man, man, if you guys had not come, if you guys had stayed in Accra, if you guys had just been content with yourself and say, yes, we are the mega church, let's have a get-together, let's have an end-of-year party, let's have an Easter get-together, let's have a picnic, let's go to the beach, let's get to Abri Gardens, let's have a good time, let's use the church money to have uh, uh, happiness and buy more cars and more this and more that. Man, it's not easy to go this way, but it's worth it to go that way. And I want you to let your heart be here. The, another thing that is not easy, it's not easy to stand with your leader, but it's worth it at the end of the day. Turn with me to the book of John. I want you to see something. Chapter 19, quickly please. John chapter 19 And then, verse 23, Then the soldiers, when they had crucified Jesus, took his garments and made four parts. To every soldier a part. And also his coat. Now the coat was without seam, woven from the top throughout. Designer clothes. Verse 24, They said therefore among themselves, Let us not rend it, but cast lots for it. Nobody should write my name in the papers that I said Jesus wearing designer clothes, please. Whose it shall be that the scripture might be fulfilled, which saith, They parted my raiment among them, for my vesture did they cast lots. These things therefore did the soldiers. Now there stood by the cross of Jesus, his mother, and his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Cleophas, and Mary Magdalene. Verse 26. And when Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciple standing by whom he loved, he saith unto his mother, Woman, behold thy son. And he saith to the disciple, Behold thy mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her unto his own home. Amen. Amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is not easy to be loyal. To your leader especially at such times it is not easy to be loyal to the vision that God has given us as a church but I want you to know that you will be glad you will be able to say man it is not easy you see it's not easy to stand with somebody and to go through especially where it looks difficult and where the person is not Jesus was not at the top most moment of his ministry. If you want to know the top, more the peak of Christ's ministry, read Mark chapter 5. Read Luke chapter 7. Read John chapter 11. Those were the heydays of the ministry of Jesus. Those were the climax, as it were, of his public ministry. Those were the times when he was into fantastic miracles. Those were the times when he could not enter into his home because of the crowds. Of people. Those were the times when he was performing miracles for people 
to see. But at this point of his ministry, he was, he was now doing, on a, he, was, he was on another course or he was, he was in the will of God and he had to be in that circumstance for a purpose. And everybody had scattered. First of all, Judas had sold him for 30 pieces of silver. Perhaps Judas was wondering, what job will I do when Christ leaves? I've followed this man for three years. Now he's always talking about dying. If I can get 30 pieces of silver, maybe that will be about 30 million, I can invest into a taxi or I can invest it into a minibus. I can have some business for the next few years when Christ uh, is not around. Is that not so? Perhaps he also thought, wait, wait, what, what accommodation will I have? Because Christ was moving around with his disciples. And he probably said, because Jesus said, the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. For so many years they had been following him, and still there was no accommodation in the ministry. So he thought perhaps if he can get 30 pieces of silver, or 30 million, he can rent a house and start one or two things after. Are you listening to me today? Yes. Are you hearing me today? Yes. And so he deserted his Lord, and because of financial gain, he forsook his master. Ladies and gentlemen, there are people who leave churches because they don't want to put their tithes and they don't want to put their money into the church. There are people who betray one another for various reasons. Some betray you for this, for their own personal gain. They think they're going to get something. They think they're going to hurt you. They think that they will bring you down. Let me tell you, you cannot bring down something that God is picking up. You keep trying and you are going to discover that the harder you try to pull it down, the higher and the stronger the thing becomes. We had a pastor who came and said that he's surprised that Lighthouse is still what it is because he thought that after our walls were broken by external factors, we would be, you know, we would be down. But we are up and we are moving ahead. And so I am speaking to you today. Listen, my dear friend, that it pays, it pays to stand and to be loyal. Those who have been loyal in this church have lived and have seen the blessings of the Lord and have seen the glory of the Lord and have seen God's blessing and increase and favor and promotion upon them. It pays to stay to the end. Amen. I am sure, you know, all the other disciples ran away. John was the one who was standing by the cross. And with all the guns and the soldiers and so on around, man, you wouldn't like to be known. You wouldn't want anybody to say that you are one of those guys. Are you also from Lighthouse? But everyone deserted except John. But even though the disciples ran away, God, you see, judges fairly. And the desertion of the other disciples was different from Judas. Theirs was out of fear. And God looked at the circumstance. That is why he did not cast them away. He came back and reconciled and forgave them. But Judas, Jesus said it would have been better that he were not even born. It would have been better that his mother had a miscarriage when he was four months old. Sometimes if you have a miscarriage, don't be too sad. Perhaps it's a Judas that is trying not to come into the world. Amen. Are you listening to me today? Amen. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's not easy. But I, I believe that after the resurrection of Christ... All the people who believed in him were glad that they were among the people that believed in the Lord. They were glad that they were loyal. It wasn't easy to be a follower of Christ at a certain time. The Bible says one time he preached and he said that if you eat my body and drink my blood, you will go to heaven. Man, they thought he was a cult from Uganda. And everybody left the church. 
but they didn't understand what he was he was speaking they thought he, he was he meant it literally he was speaking symbolically everybody left the church there was a time it wasn't easy and then jesus asked the disciples are you also going are you also going so ladies and gentlemen i want you to understand that those who stayed with christ were glad at the end of the day that they were loyal they were glad and i want to tell you and i want to speak to you and say to you that if you stay loyal to god you will be glad you will say man it was not easy to be a believer but it was worth being a believer i want to say to you if you are loyal to your church and to your pastor one day you will say man it's not been easy but it's been worth it it's worth being loyal you will live to see the glory you will live to see the power you will live to see the favor of god on your life you will live to see god increasing you and blessing you decide not to be a treacherous church member decide not to be a betrayer decide not to be someone who smiles but then when you turn your back you turn around and you stab in the back decide to be someone like john whether people were there whether the enemies are there the good people are there the bad people are there you stand and you say this is what i believe in it is not easy but it is worth it it's worth standing for christ all these years i tell you that one has been in the ministry one has been serving the lord it's not been easy but it's been worth it i think i can say with the lord that it's not been easy but it's worth it i want the missionaries to come up and sing a song for me as i uh, end my uh, little message amen. amen and the final thing that i want to say is that it is not easy to give but it's worth giving do you know that when you give you demonstrate and release such love that you demonstrate and release such love that you cannot imagine and you you cause so much breakthrough and so much blessing to come upon your life because you are obey, obeying the lord amen. amen are you listening to me yes. the bible says in john chapter 3 verse 16 the bible says for god so loved the world that he gave his only son jesus said i laid down my life it is not easy to give as we come into a time of fundraising it's not even easy for me to stand and to try and raise money to do the work i've stood and i've raised money all my life as i've been a minister it's not easy but it's worth it i remember raising money for this church building i remember standing and talking to individuals standing in front of the church and telling people to give their life savings it wasn't easy but how many agree that it's worth it for all the years that we've been here we have been blessed of the lord seven years i think it's a lot amen probably enough amen, amen. for us to be here and it's not easy but it's worth it and i want to say to you it's not easy to give but one day when you are being blessed by the lord and the lord is rewarding you for your giving man you will say it was not easy it was not easy to give but it's worth it i have given and i have reaped and i want you to know that you can give you can decide to be a generous christian and learn how to give it's not easy any giving which is easy is not giving it's losing but when you give like david said one time david was going to do a uh, sacrifice and the guy who was going to do the sacrifice said oh no you are the king please have all this and have my bullocks and so on and sacrifice and david said no 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 i don't give things that i mean that is not giving to me if you give it to me for me to give i mean that is not giving it has to be mine 
something that is costing me something. So I'm buying it from you. How much is it? And so he bought the thing from the man before he sacrificed it. Because otherwise, it's not giving. Ladies and gentlemen, unless it costs you something, it is not giving. And I want you to know as a church, we must have one mind, one heart, to be able to move from victory to victory. A time has, a time has come when we may realize that this place is too small for us. We've got to move to another place. How many are ready for a bigger place and a better place? Lift up your hand if you are ready for a bigger and a better place. Because we are full now. Amen. We are overflowing. When we have miracle services and so on, we are now using the car park as a standard part of the seating. Alright? So, a time comes when you realize that, hey, you've got to move on. But if we are not one, and if we are not going to be, they say that, man, it's not easy to give, but it's going to be worth it. Let's put our money into it. Let's be together. Let's stand together. You know why churches don't grow and don't develop and why there's no blessing on many churches? It's because of divisions, fighting, infighting, this kind of problems, all talking inside, people are in the church, you know, and, and I want to say that let's be one. As we go through difficulties, Jesus faced Pilate, he faced the governor, he faced uh, whoever, he faced uh, all, those, all those people that were against him. He stood against them, they asked him, oh, we hear you are a political leader, we hear that you are running for election to be the king of Jerusalem, we hear that you are supporting a, 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 a political party, we hear this, and the Bible says that Jesus stood there and he faced Pilate, then he faced Herod, then he faced the chief priests, he faced the religious leaders. It was not easy, it's not easy as a church for us to face some of the political pressures that we come against. Because the breaking of our wall is a political thing. It is not a civil thing. It's a political thing. That is why we don't bother to take it to court. Because you cannot take certain people to court. doesn't get it. They'll transfer the judge or give him a television. And then that's the end of the case. You get it. So that, that, that is, that is it's not easy. It's not easy to stand. But you must be. Your heart must be in the church. You must be one. If we are going this way, you must be behind. You don't have to sit somewhere and say, hey, I don't mind the bishop. If he only take his time, these people and this don't be silly you don't you don't you don't understand what you are saying you are just talking rubbish out of your head you know sometimes when you criticize things you begin to find out that you didn't know i i heard about benihin moving from uh, orlando to uh, some other part of america and i was i was wondering why is this man moving away like that and um when I spoke to someone the person was telling me that anytime this the man has so many people are taking him to court you know, all the time, they just taking somebody fell down at a meeting, they were laying under the power, they are suing him. So many people are taking the court to court, suing him for millions, 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 that he has a full-time lawyer employed. So he's moving his office to a place in America where when you sue, you cannot get more than, I think, $500 or $1,000. So, so that the court cases will, will reduce. And then when I heard that, I said, wow, sometimes when somebody is doing something, you don't even know the background you don't even know what is going on because for a ministry to have to employ a full-time lawyer only to fight people who are always on you you would not know so before you open your mouth to speak about things you don't understand or things that you don't know be, be cool one day I was reading and I saw this testimony by Papa Hagen and um, he said that he was at a convention and there was one senior minister superintendent who came and spoke about one of their pastors who had done something wrong and he said he really blasted him but like said he virtually blasted the man into hell and then because the guy had done something whatever then 
The next day there were people who were at the meeting who did not, did not come the day before. And so Papa Hagen was asked about it. What do you think about it? And he told them what the man said. And then they asked him his opinion. And he said, oh, I agree with what the man said. And so that was the end of the discussion and so on. And then he went home. He said he went home, he turned off the lights, it was dark, midnight, black. And then he said suddenly in the middle of the night, a light came into the room. He said the light was like daylight. He said that everything was that. Now he could see the desks and the tent, everything like a floodlight came into the room. A supernatural light. And then a voice came into the room. He said, who art thou that judges another man's servant? He said from that time, many, many years ago, he learned never to speak about things and about people and about other servants whom God has raised up. Just leave it to God and to the person. Who are thou that judges another man's servant? You may not understand or you may not know. But I want to tell you, as we stand together, somebody said, how do you have churches in Australia, churches in China, churches in Uganda, in Kenya, in Addis Ababa, in South Africa, in here, here, Central Africa. How do you have them? America, England, Europe. Your churches are not breaking out. One of the things is loyalty. And people are standing with us. Amen. It has not been easy. We have not always done the right thing. That's as we've made mistakes. That's as we've even apologized in church. I've apologized before. Amen. So I'm saying that, but we have had people that have stood. We are with you. We are with you. Like when Jesus was on the cross. Do you think that the people saw that he was the son of God? Sons of God don't die like that. When Abacha died, when Abacha died, it's unfortunate to use such a but when Abacha, we don't see him dying. We don't see where he died, even when he's being buried. When dignified people are dying, they don't die naked on the cross in front of everybody like that, unless they are being shot at a firing stick at Teshi. But apart from that, you'll find out that people don't, big people don't die in that way. So when Jesus was dying like that, people didn't see him as a great person, but he had some people who stood with him. That we believe in you. And after the resurrection, the Easter Sunday, man, they said, wow, it wasn't easy, but it was worth it. Give the Lord a clap of him. Hallelujah. It wasn't easy, but it was worth it. Hallelujah.
didn't have to do it, but I did it anyway. Cause I really love you so much. I took your place. I died for your sins. Yes, I'm the one. Don't take it lightly what I've done. It was. Innocent blood, I pay the cost. Wasn't easy. Said it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. Wasn't easy. But it was worth it. Stand to our feet, please. How many know that it's worth serving the Lord? Lift your hand and commit yourself to God and say, Lord, it's not easy, but I'm gonna, it's going to be worth it at the end of the day to serve you and to do your best for the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you, we praise you, we honor you, we give you the praise, the glory. The thanksgiving hallowed be your name jesus hallowed be your name it's not easy always but it's worth it definitely it's worth it 
Oh, it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. How glad Peter, James, and John were when they found out they were actually serving the Son of the Living God. How glad they were when they saw him rising from the dead. Oh, it wasn't easy, but it was worth it. It was worth it. And tonight, today, God is saying it's going to be worth it as you serve him, as you obey him, as you give and support his work. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name for your word today. And as every head is bowed and every eye closed, you want to give your life to Jesus Christ today. You want to say, Pastor, I want to be born again. I don't want to go to hell. Today is Easter, Sunday. Perhaps somebody invited you to church, but deep down in your heart, you know that you are far away from God. Pastor, pray with me. Pray for me. I don't want to go to hell. I want to accept Jesus as my Savior. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand and I'm going to pray with you on this Easter Sunday. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to God today. God bless you. Lift it up high, please, so I can see your hand. Lift it up high. Pastor, I want to give my life to the Lord in the name of Jesus. All right. If you've lifted up your hands, I want you to come to the front very, very quickly. From upstairs, wherever you are, come very quickly all the way to the front. If you, if you lifted up your hand, can I have some volume, please? If you lifted up your hands, I want you to come right and stand right here. Pastor, I want to give my life to God today. Pray for me. Pray with me. Help me to know Jesus. I don't want to go to hell. I want to give my life to God. Pastor, pray with me. It's not easy to walk to the front, but it's worth it at the end of the day. It's not easy to come down in front of everybody, but it's worth it. It's not easy, but it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. When you see the fruit of salvation, you'll say that, man, it was worth it. What I did on that day, giving my life to the Lord. God bless you. All right. Say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for all my mistakes. Today, I receive Christ as my Savior and my Lord. Thank you, Father, for saving my soul. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.